Hey friends, and welcome to You Deserve to Love Your Job with me, Arlene Pace Green. My goal is to help you identify and achieve your greatest aspirations and have a lot of fun along the way. I'm so glad you've joined me on this journey. Let's go. I am so excited to let you know that the You Deserve to Love Your Job book is available. It's in paperback and Kindle. I wrote the book for anyone who is looking for more purpose, more meaning, and more joy in your work and life. Filled with examples, quizzes, and experiences from real people, including me, and the book lays out a roadmap to help you clarify your purpose and create an action plan to achieve it. Go get it. It's available on Amazon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we are re-airing a viewer favorite from season one. It's our most watched episode on YouTube, and it's called Organizing Your Life with the Dream Calendar. We wanted to relaunch this episode now because so many of us, including myself, spend the last couple months of this year and early next year reflecting on our life, thinking about our priorities, and just reorganizing our time and schedule to accomplish the things we've been called to accomplish. So each year, I devote a good bit of time between Thanksgiving, the first couple weeks of the year, to do just that. And I really hope you will give yourself the gift of the same. So if you've listened before, I encourage you to listen again. Different things are important to us at different phases of life. This is one of my favorite episodes as well because it is so practical. And it's absolutely something I do and use every year and throughout the year. So thank you so much for joining and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I wanted to do a super practical topic on something that, if implemented, can absolutely change your life. And I don't say that tongue in cheek. I say that because I've done it and it has changed my life. And I've talked to so many other people about how they've used either this concept or a different concept to do the same thing. So this concept is the dream calendar. And I learned this from one of my managers, Steve Sterling, when I was relatively new in a larger role. And I've now used this concept for, oh my goodness, over 12 years in many roles in organizations. I use it now in my business and I could see using it in retirement, honestly. Um, So I'm super excited to share this concept with you, how I've edited it and just what I've learned in using it now over these 12 years And even a few things I've learned this year that have helped me to make it an even better tool for how I organize my life. So if you're in my email group, I sent an email about this at the beginning of the year as we entered into 2022. And today I just wanted to talk about it in a little more depth, talk about the concept, how you put it in place, and then what benefits it may offer you. So I'm thrilled you've joined for this episode because I think it's super practical and super important in just organizing and managing your life. So a few stats before we jump in. One stat said that 82% of us, of people surveyed, don't have a dedicated time management system. So we don't have any strategy that we're using to manage our time. And we're kind of taking life as it comes, you know, kind of taking things as they come. One thing said, people who don't have a time management system are just kind of using their inbox as a way to prioritize what's important. So 82% don't have any real-time management system. And a dear friend of mine, Charles Brazil, taught me years ago that he doesn't even call it time management. 
he calls it self-management because as he said, time is constant. And so the only thing you can do is manage self in time. You can't manage time itself, which I get. And, you know, the idea of that is putting the locus of control and the focus on where it should be, which is me managing me, not necessarily, uh, you know, the calendar itself. It's like, how do I manage myself? And a dream calendar is a great way to do that. And it's also super important because there are so many distractions in life. So I was looking up a couple stats and one said that the average time a person spends online, I wonder what you all would guess this would be, is six hours and 56 minutes. And this stat, I think, was actually pre-pandemic. So I can't even imagine what it would be now, but six hours and 56 minutes. And when I first heard that, I thought, no way, like that, no way, we're spending seven hours a day online. But when I think about how much we use, you know, the internet for everything that we do, oftentimes from a work perspective, or just looking for information, tools on our phone, that that's probably pretty true. So that's one distraction, seven hours online. And it said that office-based employees spend two hours per day browsing through their email inbox. And I don't know about for you, I think in my roles, I was probably way more than that. I spent way more than two hours a day. So between online and email, which is also an online tool, people stopping by, you know, the distractions on our phone, television, et cetera, there are a lot of opportunities to be distracted and to not spend our time the way we want to. Another stat said that 46% of stress reported among employees in the U.S., is caused by the perception of an overwhelming workload. And, you know, this dream calendar concept isn't going to change your workload, but it absolutely can help you manage it. And what clients tell me, what I found myself, is that when you're able to manage it better and just feel like you're on top of it, even if you're not getting everything done, but you kind of know what needs to be done, you know where you are, the weight of it can feel less, right? And so the calendar can absolutely help with the perception of overwhelm even though it may not address your actual workload, of course. So this is a super simple concept, you know, but I always like to say information is just information. It's not valuable until you apply it. So as we're talking through these things, don't think about, you know, oh, oh yeah, I know that. Think about, am I doing that? Am I practicing that? Is, a, is that a way I'm living my life? Because we want to move it from just information to, you know, applied information so that it's actually useful to you and valuable in your life. So the concept of the dream calendar is that you want to lay out what a dream week looks like for you. And you begin by identifying your most important priorities. So I would consider both work and personal priorities. When I first did this, I only did work priorities. And what you find is that then your personal priorities are getting done when you feel like it. (laughs) And if you think about working out or other things that may be important to you, washing clothes, who knows? Um, If you're doing those when you feel like it, it's probably not very often. So you want to have both your work priorities and your personal priorities listed out. And on the work side, you might be organizing them into groups, you know, that these are the projects I'm working on, or these are the daily tasks I need to get done. But, you know, you want to have it all listed in terms of your priorities. So a written list. So the first question is, do I have a written list of my priorities? If not, then that's a great place to start is to have that list. And I think this actually works best. The written list and also the first version of your calendar 
if you do it on paper first, as opposed to electronically, and I'll show you kind of how mine looked at the beginning of this year. And it just helps you get a view of it. It helps you move things around without having to do it electronically. So I highly recommend writing it out actually in pen and paper, which I know is rare these days, but writing out pen and paper um, and drawing out your dream calendar in the same way. It just, I don't know, it, it just has a different impact than it does when we're typing things. So first you have your, your priorities written down. Then what you're going to do is organize those priorities, chart them on a weekly basis, which is what I use, or perhaps a monthly basis in the days and times that best suit your life. So when do you have the best energy for certain tasks? When does it make sense to do certain things based on the needs maybe of your client group or your team or your family? Uh, what, are, what are times you want to block for free time, et cetera? So you're going to kind of chart out your life in a week in a way that makes sense for you. So I'll just show you how how mine looked at the beginning of the week. And you may not be able to see all of these things, but I'll, I'll try to make it so you can see some of it. So I had each day and then I had, what am I doing in the morning? What am I doing in the afternoon? These were kind of work days. And then my evening was like, what am I doing you know, after work hours? And so AM, PM, and then, you know, further PM, I guess the evening time is the way I charted out. And I charted out from Monday through Sunday. And this has given me a few things in my life in terms of benefits and why I really, really hope you do this and why I want you to reach out to me and share share with me if you do. The one thing is it gives me freedom to plan things in a way that made more sense for me. Back, like I was saying, back to my energy level or you know when my clients were free or when they were busy, um, when certain programs were offered that I wanted to take advantage of. So I was able to kind of plan my week in a way that made the most sense for me and, you know, the people I serve and the people I love. The second thing it did for me is it let me know when I was out of time. So you start filling up these nights when you think about um, even post-work times or even during the days, you start filling up these blocks of time with which you're going to do what you're going to do when. And you quickly realize I don't have time for everything. Like there are some things that are either not going to get done, certain things I'm going to have to delegate or do differently, you know, ask people on my team to do it or ask, you know, find someone who's willing to do it for me through a barter or hiring someone to do it or just things that just absolutely aren't going to have time to do. So you pretty quickly figure out, okay, in this calendar, there's certain things I can do and there's certain things that I can't. And for some things, you might just lower your expectations in some areas. I mean, one of the books I'm reading right now, it's on my Kindle shelf, is Drop the Ball by Tiffany Dufu. And she talks about purposefully delegating or just letting go of certain responsibilities or expectations because you just don't have time for it. And it's not at the top of your list at this moment. So charting out your time lets you know what you do have time for and what you don't. Um, one example for me is that I love beautiful yards. I can ride around and you know see people's beautiful flowers and think, oh, that's beautiful. I personally, when I look at my calendar, would not prioritize the time for that. One, I don't enjoy doing that. I hate bugs. So that's a starting point. I don't enjoy doing that. And two, as long as the yard is cut and orderly, like I'm okay with that at this point in my life. So that's something that's not even on my list at all. And when you take things off your list, not only does it give you time back, but it gives you mental space because I'm also now not thinking about it. Oh, I should go get flowers for the front or, you know, or whatever people who care about that do. So you can intentionally kind of just let things go 
which also relieves some of the mental load um, that we think about and the things we're thinking about on a daily basis. The other thing this calendar has done for me is it allows me to organize activities as they come in. So for example, I know on my calendar, um, if I'm going to do things with friends, you know, go on a walk or go to dinner, whatever it might be, it's pretty much Tuesday or Wednesday, unless it's something on the weekends. Um, it's pretty much Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesdays are my go-to night. Wednesday is my night if Tuesday doesn't work. But outside of that, I know my other nights are pretty free. You know, I have I work out at night. We have date night at night. So it's pretty easy. As things come in, I know where to slot them in my calendar so that it works for my life. And I also don't disrupt all the other things that matter to me, like working out or meal planning or, you know, the other aspects of my life that are important to me. So it adds a lot of benefit in just ensuring that you are able to get the things that are most important to you done. So I hope you all will try this. I wanted to also share three things I've learned about kind of managing the dream calendar just this year, this concept. And it's been a really interesting year for me. So I've learned a lot this year. Um, but these are three things that just particularly rate, relate to the calendar and how I manage my time. And the first one that I learned is that, you know, with all the right planning, things happen. You know, one event in your personal or work life can completely obliterate your calendar for a day, a week, a month, or for the summer is kind of how I feel this last summer. Um, several months of the summer. So I have a practice every morning, which I was doing before the summer, but it, it took on more meaning for me over the summer of I go on a walk and every day I give my day to God and I say, you know, your will be done. And I'm believing that, yes, I have a plan. You know, I have my agenda or calendar events, whatever it might be, but I'm just believing that it's all going to work out the way it should. So Maybe one day someone stops by your office and they need to talk to you about something. And that takes out two or three hours of your day that you had planned for something else. My answer to that is God will be done because I'm believing that all the things that are most important in this day are gonna get done. So you can plan and you should plan for as much as you can. And then there's this percentage of time uh, that things are gonna happen that you can't plan for. And you have to have something that you say to yourself in that moment that makes it okay. You know what? God's will be done. Everything's going to work out the way it should so that you can still in the moment reprioritize things as it makes sense based on what's most important to you. So that's the first thing. Um, I've just learned this year to take it as it comes. You know, I have a plan, but there are a lot of things that are going to be unexpected. You got to just take it as it comes. And I say to myself, God's will be done, you know? And then when those times are over, I get back to my schedule, which also adds a bit more stability back. It's like I have a faster way of getting back to, you know, the things that are the other things that are also important to me uh, to make sure that I don't lose ground on some other areas of my life. So that's my first thing. Sometimes you got to take it as it comes. And uh, my saying to myself is God's will be done. It's going to work out the way it should, because some of us as planners are so I might be in this category, <laughs> controlling, a little controlling. And so when things come in to interrupt our calendar or life, it can be very frustrating or we can feel less productive. Um, and so that's what's helped me this year is, you know what? I'm spending time on the things that I should be spending time on. It may not be what I expected, but is it the right thing? Absolutely. So I'm just gonna be in this moment. I'm gonna enjoy this moment. 
I'm going to be present for myself or whoever I'm with. And after that, I'll figure the rest of it out. God's will be done. You know, (laughs) if I have to reorganize, I'll do that. But I'm going to be in this moment and enjoy this moment, even if it's an unexpected moment, essentially. So that's the first thing I've I've learned from this year. You got to take it as it comes sometimes. The second thing I've learned about this calendar for this year is that it's also a bit of a routine that really can help you when you don't feel like doing it. So, you know, in my calendar, I also have a routine for how I spend my mornings. Uh, It probably wasn't laid out in the version I showed you because I kind of laid that out a couple of years before. But, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I feed the dog. um, I read my Bible. I do some study time. I usually go on a walk around the block. It's a really short block, but I go around the block. About half of that way, I'm listening to something usually like a podcast or a video from someone. The other half I try to do in silence. And that's when I just say, you know, God, this day is yours. Your will be done. And then I come back, get dressed, grab some tea or something for the day and jump into my day. So that routine, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you just don't feel like it, (laughs) you know, you really just want to be in bed or I don't know, watching TikTok videos or watching the US Open like I've been enjoying recently, that routine can help you get back to the things that are most important to you and help you not to push off things, you know, just deprioritize them, push them off, not get them done in the time you want to get them done. Now, certainly there may be days you wake up and your body and, you know, mind are telling you, you need to rest today. And if that's the case, move that stuff off the calendar and rest. Cause I'm not saying don't do that, but the days when you know, you want to get to those things, this calendar and a routine can help you when you don't feel like it. And depending upon what's going on in our lives, there may be a lot of days when we don't feel like it. So deciding before you have that feeling, how you're going to approach it and what you're going to do and how you're going to kind of move yourself into a rhythm of getting the things done that are important to you can be super helpful. And I don't think I quite realized that until this year when, because of a lot of things going on this year, there've been more days when I didn't feel like it. And I really had experienced that that much before, uh, but I felt it this year on several times. And that routine was just so comforting. Honestly, it was a way of kind of moving through life when things are more difficult. So the second thing is this calendar creates a bit of a routine that can help you when you want to do things you don't feel like doing. And then the third thing I would say that this calendar has done for me is free time. Oh my goodness. So... (laughs) I started, um, this was really earlier this year, I really started trying to have a Sabbath day, meaning a day where, you know, it's usually for me, it's Sunday where I wake up, we might, we go to worship service, come home, and I don't have any work activities planned for that day. So no business things. I also try not to do worky things around the house, like washing clothes and cleaning out closets, you know, that kind of stuff too. And also try not to expect of anyone else in the house as well. <laughs> so not trying to do chore lists on Sunday per se. And I'm telling you, a free day is everything. It really allows you to reset, to breathe, to think, and to kind of re-energize yourself for the days ahead. So whether that is a full day, if you're taking half days, if you're taking X hours, Planning in your calendar, I would highly recommend planning in some free time. And 
it may take you a while to figure out how you want to use the free time because when you're not used to it, it can feel a little odd. Like, what am I doing here? It can feel unproductive, but I would say hang with it because it's something I really didn't gift to myself for a long time. But now that I have, it's something I protect like crazy. So it is absolutely a gift in your life to have that kind of time. So whatever time you can and whatever time makes sense for you and your calendar, absolutely protect it and create the free time that you need to live the life you want. So those are my main concepts and the learnings. Um, So I want to hear from you about how you're managing your priorities you know, what from this dream calendar concept can you implement and then how it impacts your life. And I wanted to end with a quote and also a line from an email that I sent to my email group earlier this year that I mentioned earlier, because it's been a tough couple of years for a lot of us. And the first quote comes from The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. And I've heard this quote repeated so many times. I think it comes from her originally. And it says, the days are long, but the years are short. And there's a video on YouTube from her about this and her context for it. And the way I've heard it talked about most is parenting, uh, especially parenting little children and actually could be parenting all ages. But, you know, you think about little children, they require so much time and effort and sometimes physical, you know, just physicality that one day can feel very long. But then, you know, milestones happen like they go to pre-K or they go to kindergarten, or they graduate elementary school, or they go to high school or graduate college, whatever those milestones are. And you realize that the years passed super fast. And so her, I think what she's advising us all to do is to remind ourselves that time passes way more quickly than we think it does. And so in the time we have, we want to honor who we are, honor the people we love and care about and honor the things that we're called to do. And the dream calendar can help you do that. So that's, that's the quote. And then the last thing is the line I sent. It's a a short kind of paragraph, I guess, from the email I sent to my email group earlier this year. And if you're not in my email group, I would love to have you in my email group. We'll put the link in the show notes. I send out show notes from the podcast, freebies, ideas, you know, resources, et cetera. And what the, what the line in the email said is, I am so thankful we made it through 2021 and to into 2022. You, like me, may have lost people and things you loved last year. There's no better way to honor all that we've lost than by making the absolute most of the time we have left. I hope you join me. So, and I hope you do. In this dream calendar concept, in organizing your life in a way that makes sense to you, and in organizing your life in a way that you can get what's most important done. Because as Gretchen Rubin says, the days may feel long, but the years are very short and we wanna make the best use of the time that we have. So thank you all so much for joining. Always remember that you deserve to love your job and enjoy your life and be well. If you love this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You're also invited to join my private email group where just for joining, you will receive a checklist for getting your LinkedIn profile in top shape and a link to the first chapter of my book. Click join the crew in the show notes. I also invite you to visit my website where you can shop our t-shirt collection designed to help you fulfill your purpose, love your work, and enjoy your life. I have them all, wear one almost every episode, and know you will love them. 
Thanks so much for joining me on this journey. Let's go. Let's go.